I don't want to share someone else's thoughts. I want to create my own original thoughts. I want to create my own original solutions. I want to look at situations and come up with my own phrasing, my own words, and do it my way. This is the John Taffer Podcast. Shut it down. Well, hello, hello. I'm John Taffer. This is the John Taffer Podcast. Thank you for joining me, as always. I appreciate you guys being here. Before I even get going, if you'd like to be on this podcast, maybe talk to me, just click this, give us a call at 1-800-4-TAFFER. Not bad, huh, Corey? one 800 Four, the number four, T-A-F-F-E-R. And you can get us on the phone. Corey might answer, leave a voicemail. We will follow up and either we'll put your voicemail in the podcast or we'll put you in the podcast. And if you're not a voicemail or a phone kind of guy, you can send us an email to podcast at johntafford.com, podcast at johntafford.com, because I love to hear from you guys. This is going to be a really interesting show, Corey. This is what I call thin ice, because this <laughs> is really exposing us and myself uh, in a ways that we, we typically don't. I'm going to let you guys in to one of our business practices today, right on the inside. I'm sitting here in Las Vegas in my home, as you can tell, my bar's behind me. And I've sent Corey and my whole corporate team is now in Alpharetta, Georgia, and they're all working and training Taffer's Tavern. And I believe I have eight people there on our corporate team right now. And one of them is Corey, who's the producer yep. of the podcast. So, Corey, you're now in Alpharetta, Georgia, in Taffer's Tavern. I'm sitting here home. And for the first time ever, we're going to do what we call shopping reports, customer surveys online in the podcast. You see, I live and die by the way people react to the restaurant, to the way food tastes, to the way drink tastes, to the music, to the video system, to the overall ambience, to the pace, to the energy. All these things define not only a great restaurant, but a great business. So how is the pace working? How is the food quality and the presentations working? How are the drinks working? Well, you know, my corporate team can tell me what they think, and that's a great opinion. But when a customer tells us what they think, it's a fact. So throughout all my career, I've always tried to get, as I call it, belly to belly with the customer and get their feedback. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I always looked at customer feedback as a fact and my own feedback as an opinion. So I can't be there this week because I'm working on, on television planning and, and television projects. So, so you're in the middle of the restaurant. You've got customers behind you. I think lunch rush just ended, right? So it's a little quieter than normal, which is good for this. So Correct, yeah. I was hoping you could just get some random customers, sit them down and tap their minds. You know, what did you think of the restaurant when you came? I'm curious to know why they came. I'm curious to know what they had when they came. Did they just drink? Did they have food and drink then? What did they think of the food? What did they think of the drink? What did they think of the server, the music, the ambiance? How did it feel? And then the two big questions, only after you ask some of the others in the end, would you come okay. back or would you invite a friend? And those, of course, are the two big questions. And a restaurant like Taffer's Tavern should run 97%. I'll be back. And if it doesn't run that high of a percentage, that, then we know something is wrong. Then I got to go to work. But we're still in a preview time in a restaurant and we're still training. That's why the whole corporate team is there. So we might shift the plate presentation a little bit. We might shift the recipe a little bit. 
We might shift music programming a little bit. So we're fine tuning all the things that we've worked two years on and it'll be fun to let you all, all of you inside on that process. But before we do that, Corey, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that two vaccines were announced in the past two That's weeks. right. And Corey, That's about right. two months ago, we did a show and you surprised me because you put some of the quotes that I had done on that episode from back in March when I predicted 50% and mass and a whole bunch of things. And you sort of embarrassed me, but all the predictions I made came true back then. Remember that show? Right. And, yeah, and, yeah, I do. And you sort of embarrassed me a little bit. Well, <laughs> of course. Now I'm going to tout my own horn on this very show almost three months ago. I told you two things. I told you we'd have two vaccines done, ideally by the end of November, but by the end of the year. I told you that one would have deep freezing and be required at 70 degrees below zero and would require laboratory level uh, 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 refrigeration. That's the Pfizer vaccine. And then I also told you that there'd be a second vaccine, a different mixture that would be handled at normal refrigeration levels and would be easier to distribute. And I told you that we'd have both those uh, by the end of November, by the end of the year, we'd be in distribution. And I told you that it would be about 50 million doses. Now, that was three months ago, Corey. Remember that? Yep. Let's fast forward to today. Two vaccines. Okay. One is laboratory frozen. One is not. They're both in final testing and approval in November. And one is 30 million. The other is 20 million. That's 50 million. We nailed this three months ago. And I believe <laughs> wow. we were one of the first groups of national media to do it. And I learned it because I'm on the board of a hospital and because I really did my homework and I knew what the laboratories were working on. And it's interesting when you compare what the other news stations and other people said. And dare I say, I'm going to quote Dr. Fauci, who's, who is about as much of a rubber band as anybody I've known, who said the likelihood of a vaccine is not great. And the likelihood of it in less than two years is not great. Well, we have it. One is 94%, the other is 90%. We have it in less than a year and we'll be distributing 50 million doses by the end of the year. So facts speak louder than opinions. And I, I say shame on the media that said otherwise the past two months, because they didn't tell you the facts that we did because the facts were out there and had any news service on any side of the spectrum wanted to share the information with you that we did two months ago, they could have, but they didn't. So fear persisted and negativism persisted. So I wanna say right now, I mentioned in my interview with President Trump a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not being political here, that the pandemic was winding down. Remember that, Corey? I and do, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people beat me up for that. Yeah. Winding down is an expression that refers to a clock right? It winds down. Right. This is exactly what I was referring to. And I had this conversation with the president three weeks ago. In my mind, this was winding down because I knew the vaccines were two weeks ahead, that we'd have the 50 million doses and 700 million doses by April. So in my mind, we are winding down. Now with the vaccines out, we all know it, don't we? We're winding down. You know, this morning on another news channel, I said that it's unfortunate that it's so bleak before the end. And the newscaster whose show I was on actually said back to me, John, isn't there an old expression that it's always darkest before the dawn? 
Yeah. So we are winding down and we are coming out of this. And this is could be a very exciting couple of weeks or few weeks when this all starts to get distributed and we start to really see our way out of this. And when that happens, Corey, the next place people are going to go is to a restaurant. So we've worked so hard to keep Taffer's Tavern perfect. We worked in test kitchens two years. Think about that. Perfecting product, meat specifications, chicken specifications, pork belly specifications. We worked with bakers for three months on bread specifications, sauce specifications. Then once we had all the recipes and all the proteins specified and all the recipes done, then we had to design the cooking process and design the kitchen equipment and what kitchen equipment would be used. And then, Corey, we had to determine what plates to put it on and then how how do we present it and get height and width and color and all of that? And then we had to design the space and engineer the kitchen and engineer the bar of the future and put in the cutting edge technologies that really define the future of the restaurant industry. And then we had to come up with the interior decor. And then we had to come up with our logos and our menus and our printing and our uniforms and our training systems and our policies and our procedures and our software and our POS systems and all of these hundreds of decisions come together now into the four walls of Taffer's Tavern, Alpharetta. And Corey, you got to see this process the past two years and you got to see renderings uh, uh, early on did, and, yeah. got, and early on copies of the menus and stuff. Is Does it look like the renderings? John, it looks identical to the renderings. I was trying to tell you earlier, it feels uh, surreal standing here. Um, and I will say it does feel like the future of the restaurant industry, standing here and seeing all the equipment and, and just being a part of this process. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Wow. So it's good to hear because you, you've mm -hmm. been in a planning process. It's fun when you get to see it for the first time. Oh, ab when absolutely. It's, it's only been on paper and a computer screen the last two years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Corey, I want you to be my market research guy. And right. you know, they're going to say everything's great to me. You know, I can ask them these questions. Nobody's going to look at me and say, Taffer, your food sucked. But you, I'm hoping they're honest with, right? You, I want them to really be right. straightforward. And I think you can pull the truth out of them better than I can in this case. So I would like you to sit with a couple of customers, find out where they came from. Did they drive, you know, get a feeling for, you know, maybe what they do, right? What they enjoy doing. You know, why did they come to the tavern? What did they have when they got there? And then start to pick apart their experience and get some comments from them. And even comments on music, you know, the video system, things like that are all important to us, Corey, as we perfect this. All right. Thanks, John. Let's do it. Well, I'm going to get to see the results of Corey's work when he's done. I'm not going to watch it in real time because I really don't want to intimidate the answers or the responses. But they're going to give really truthful responses. And for me, as a real business person who's focused on customer reactions, there's nothing more valuable than this exercise. So I'll talk to you all when Corey's done. Don't shut down this podcast. John Taffer will be right back. As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. All right, so first off, what's you know, your what's your name? Uh, Sheldon. Sheldon Williams. So, I mean, what brought you here? 
Uh, well, I was surprised to see that they were building one of these uh, several months back and couldn't wait till it got open. I've been following John on uh, his uh, TV show for many years and uh, uh, was going to see if he held himself to the same standards. And I think he, I think he has. Yeah. So what did you guys order? Uh, we've been here twice and uh, I had the chili dog, pretzel dog. And uh, my wife had the uh, cheeseburger, uh, fries, uh, both great. Uh, was here the other day and had the uh, uh, fish and chips, and they were great. Okay. So um, and so, would you recommend this place to others? Would you come back? Is there you know elaborate on that? Uh, I would recommend it to. Uh, anybody I know as long as they didn't come between uh, 2.30, 3 in the afternoon to 4 because I want to set at the bar and I don't want anybody in my spot. Oh, okay. A little so selfish, I don't know. Well, I'm working. working on it. <laughs> working on it? Yeah. I'm Kimberly Giordano. This is my, well, I came Sunday on a date with my wonderful boyfriend. We had such a great time. The atmosphere, the energy is so good. And just walking in and the tables and the bar, so we spent a little time here and ate, and the food was good. Drinks were great. I said, we have to come back. And this is a special night for me, so I have a group of friends coming to do a little celebration. What, what the celebration is? I have breast cancer, okay. and I had my last chemo treatment yesterday. Congratulations. And we are celebrating that, Woo. so yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. But I didn't expect it to be this great, and it is great. It's really great. What did uh, what'd you order the first time you came? Well, I always have a slightly dirty martini, and then I did the stroganoff. And Bobby had the um, roast beef uh, with the juice, ajou. He loved loved it. He, I bet he has that again tonight. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. So would you recommend uh, your friends and, and all that? I read about the franchise. That's how much I like it. I mean, yeah, to see what does it cost to open up one of these. Yeah, I definitely, I'm bringing my first... Two days ago, I was here. I've got I've got a group of ten coming tonight, and I, we'll be back. I'm a little worried when summer hits and COVID's over. It's gonna be hard to get in here because it's so great. But yes. Your first and last name? Starla. 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 Okay. S T A R L A. Love it. And then what was your name? Bob Pellegrino. Uh, and then what was your what was your go-to dish? What did, what did you guys go to? We, we did we, the Brussels sprouts. Appetizer was amazing, and then um, I did the chicken avocado sandwich, which was really good. And they and they subbed the French fries for something else. Yeah. And what okay. did you get? Uh, the braised beef. Yeah, that was good. It was very good. Would you recommend this place to others, or do you think you're going to be back? Most definitely, both. We'll be, we'll be back, yep. and we will yep. recommend it. Absolutely. The, the drinks Absolutely. were amazing. Right. What what drinks did you get? I started with the the bubble thing. The, oh, the bubble squared or the cloud nine? The cloud, cloud nine, nine, but yeah. better than that was the the next thing I had was the berry. Very oh, very impressive. That impressive, was really yes. Smash the, the berries yes. down. Yes, that was delicious. Very good. Very was good. Like, I love how all the drinks are kind of interactive. In a, in the drink, yes. that drink was a drink, and and then it was the dessert. The fruit. The, the fruit, fruit was, was the dessert. dessert. 
Oh, food yeah, from the yeah. drink. Oh, okay. yeah, that, <laughs> that was a dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Drink and dessert yeah. all in one. That works. We came up here, two hour drive to get here. Oh, did you? Okay, so. Today's uh, my birthday. So yeah, yeah. This oh, is where perfect. I Happy, to go. Birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy uh, birthday. Can I get your first and last name? Angela and Craig Polk. And uh, how was the experience from one to ten? One to ten, like, how was your. Nine. I would say yeah. nine. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's hot. Yeah. yeah. What did I you agree order? With that. Yeah. What did you order? I had the, well, we started with, of course, drinks, several drinks. And then we had the large pretzel and French onion soup. And then I had the steak fritas. Yeah. And he had the fish and fish chips. Fish and chips. How was it? It was all very good. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. I'd come back. Yeah, that's what my next question was. Would you guys recommend this place? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can, uh, we'll expect to see you back in here then? I hope so. Do you feel like this is a pretty safe environment? I tend to be a little less cautious than probably most people. But uh, no, I felt safe. The, dis the tables were distanced from each other. And yeah. I didn't feel crowded or, no, not at all. or anything like that. So I, yeah, I felt safe. Don't shut down this podcast. John Taffer will be right back. So, Corey, I knew you're a good guy. I know you're a great producer. We've been working together for a pretty long time now. But I didn't realize you were so good at market research, buddy, actually. You know, what was great about the way you handled that is you got them to talk, you know, to you and with you, uh, not at you. And I think you got some truthful answers. And it makes me, you know, incredibly happy to hear it. You know, it's like I'm getting a hug. It's like on Bar Rescue when I get that hug at the end. I just sort of got a hug from them. <laughs> so so right. being objective, you know, looking at their faces and the way they reacted and feeling the energy and the feel of the restaurant yourself and such. What do you think? I think the consensus is everybody loves this place. I mean, there's there's things that need to be worked out, of course, uh, still in the, the starting phases of opening. So with that being said, you know, the food's great. The service is great. The cocktails are amazing. So, I mean, if you haven't been down here, you need to come and check it out as soon as you can. Wow, boy. I would think your last name is Taffer after a plug like that. Buddy. <laughs> hey, you learn no, for the best, right? Uh, it's exciting, you know, and, and I'm not one for the shameless plugs, but we're really proud of Taffer's Tavern, my entire team. Yeah. And I, you know, Sean, Alan, Michael, Jackie, Corey, uh, Phil Wills, who a lot of you know from Bar Rescue and, and his partner, Jason, uh, AJ, Rob, and a team at Cuisine Solutions. And, you know, there, there's, uh, and Justin and the team at Middleby and the team at Crown uh, Equipment and the team at Shift4, uh, Touch POS. All of us have worked together to create this restaurant of the future. I've, I have more technology partners in Taffer's Tavern than I think I have in my entire career. So we're all really proud of it. A thanks to everybody. And, you know, I can't wait to get there myself and sit with everybody in the restaurant and, and enjoy being there myself. But thank you, Corey. So there it is. You know, that's sort of the inside look at the restaurant business. And no matter what business you're in, knowing what your customers think is fact knowing what you think is really just a payment. So let's think of the time we're at right now. You know, we have a new president, in theory, I guess I have to say, so I don't get in trouble. We have a new, apparently a new president. 
We have an opportunity now to come together. We have an opportunity now to put opinion aside and look at fact. I just did. So can we actually start to put opinion aside for a moment and start to look at facts? Now, how do we fix things based on facts, not opinion? How do we address problems based on, dare I say, the numbers or, or something that is measurable? Because fact is always typically measurable, right? It's defined. Opinion is so typically unmeasurable. That's why I had to get close to the facts of my business. And I think now is a great time for us all to get close to the facts in our own lives, the politics and everything going on around us. So thank you all for listening this week. I'll talk to you next week. You got a very special guest on next week's podcast, but shh, I'm not allowed to tell you who it is. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye, everybody. Subscribe to the John Tapper podcast right now for more episodes every Thursday.